Welcome to Solving for B, your podcast for all things branding and marketing. Visual identities. They can paint a literal picture of who and what your brand is. And when done well, they can create immediate recognition for your customer base. But what happens when your brand's visual identity isn't up to par? In this episode, the Brand Extract team breaks down what a visual identity is, its importance to your brand's overall story, and the perils of having a weak one. So sit back and enjoy this edition of Solving for B with Brand Extract. Hi, and welcome to the Solving for B podcast. I'm your host, Chris Wilkes, and on today's episode, we're talking about visual identities. What is a visual identity, and why is it important to your brand? And to help me discuss this topic, I'm joined by Director of Brand Experience, Cynthia Sepech. Hey there, Chris. Creative Director, Doug Timmermeyer. Hello there. Thanks for having me. And Creative Director, David Lurch. Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate the time. So, um, so I want to start by defining what a visual identity is, because I think a lot of people, including me, uh, are a little unclear and maybe conflate visual identities with the brand as a whole. So help us out and tell us a little bit about like what actually is a visual identity, what does it consist of, and, and how is it different than a brand? Yeah, um, I'll start this off by giving just a very general definition. Uh, it's basically, it's all the imagery and the graphical information that basically it's the visual aspect of your brand. Uh, you know, when we say that, when you think about like imagery and graphics, we're talking about not just colors and everything else or your logo, but it's also the way you look on video, uh, illustration styles, photography. So it extends to a lot of different areas. And a big part of that is just the you know, strategic uh, aspect of that, of how we build that is, uh, you know, we do the brand assessment. We really learn as much as we can about the, uh, you know, the clients and that helps inform us to create these, you know, visual identities. And like Cynthia said, I mean, the, you know, the logo is a bigger, big part of it. Colors and fonts, you know, photography, illustration style, all of those go into it. So let me ask you this. To the layperson, um, if they said, well, that sounds like a brand to me, how would you, you know, how would you draw a distinction between the two? I think that uh, in, in layman terms, maybe a good way to look at this is that, for example, like uh, individuals have their own personal brand. You know, it's like you sound a certain way, you look a certain way, you dress a certain way, um, you know, and it's something that if you think about even in history, right, you know, you look at like pyramids or statues of like, you know, Ramesses or whatever. I mean, that's truly like a brand. It's like, this is who we are. This is what we stand for. You get this grandiose feeling beyond just what people say or how they act. The way you look has to pair up with that image that you're projecting, not just visually, but just the idea of it and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I was just going to add on top of that, that the two are related um, the visual component, the visual identity is a piece of the brand. It goes into the overall brand for whomever that company is. And I've talked about this before, right? To me, um, you know, your reputation comes into the room before you do. That's part of your brand. But when you walk in the room, your visual identity are like 
the suit you're wearing, the clothes that you're wearing, whether it's business casual or if you're, you know, straight up Brooks brother or, you know, come in wearing, you know, sweatpants. It's, and it's those things that add personality to the overall brand. And so that's, that's one way I like to, to think of it. Yeah. So, so a visual identity is a component of the brand. I mean, it's for the sake of, of, of being maybe too obvious, like it's anything that you can see, you know, perceive, with your eyes that that represents that brand. Is that accurate to say? Absolutely. Great. So let's talk about um, why it's important to have a visual identity. Um, Kind of what's the, what's the purpose? What's the goal of having a visual identity? Why, why do people need to have one? Well, um, as we know, it's like, it's uh, uh, there's a lot of competition out there in the market. Uh, There's a lot of individuals kind of, you know, fighting for the same space, uh, you know, whether these are individuals who are on social media or large corporations. So it's important to stand out and be distinct in a marketplace. Right. And it really helps visually communicate who you are. I mean, as far as to the marketplace, what you stand for visually. I mean, a lot of those things through the colors that are being chosen or represented about your brand, you can, you know, communicate a lot, just like Doug said, just visually when you know that brand kind of walks in the room when you first see it yeah, yeah. just to touch on what david was saying you know the the key thing about an identity it helps identify so this visual identity helps identify you in a marketplace and our brains the way we process it's always looking for something that it recognizes but the the quicker your brain identifies a company or a brand or whatever it automatically starts bringing in all these other elements to it. So it's just a quicker way to help identify a company. Yeah. I was going to say, so, uh, you know, for example, recently driving on the freeway, uh, you know, there's just hundreds of thousands of cars zipping up and around, you know, the Houston area. And I saw a project, a client of ours, one of our clients, an ice cream company, drive by And, you know, out of this sea of just kind of like gray and white trucks and everything out there on the road, this bright blue truck goes zipping by and it looks like it has sprinkles on it. And I'm like, we designed that. And you know what the beautiful thing about the brand is, is that seeing the logo on the truck, seeing the colors, seeing the messaging and everything else, it stands out in in rush hour traffic. And to me, it's like, that's the brand traveling through the city, you know, and that's what you're looking for is, is that this highly recognizable visual, you know, um, design. And in this case, it's a truck wrap and you instantly look at it and you're like, I want to look at that, you know, and it is the the brand for Southern ice cream. So um, I love seeing that. And, you know, that's what we're really going for. It's so noise, traffic, everything you want to stand out. Yeah. And one of the things I would say too, is like, it stood out to me is like, I imagine you didn't even have to see the logo, right? You saw the the sprinkles and you saw the color and you were like, I know that. And that's, I guess that's the, the purpose of a visual identity, right? It's like, and Doug, going back to what you were saying is you're reducing kind of that cognitive load of someone to have to kind of jump through hoops and then correct or, or you know, you guys reel me back in if I'm going too far with this, but I think maybe one of the purposes of a visual identity is like to, to immediately, once you notice that color or that symbol or that logo, even then all of a sudden that triggers something in your brain where it's like, okay, here, 
that's here's the file, right? Here's all the experiences and emotions I've ever had with that sort of brand. So is that like the is that the the value I would say of of a visual identity? I mean, would you guys say characterize it as that, or am I a little off on that? No, I agree with what you're saying. I think that's that's a, a one of the key things that a, a visual identity should do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Definitely. And a lot of times, like you said, Chris. I mean. Um, sometimes all you have is the logo that you've got to represent that company. So it's kind of like that logo needs to be the essence of what that company stands for. You know, there may be a sea of logos that they see in terms of they're competing with their other clients, but that logo that you're, you know, their brand really needs to stand out beyond everybody else. Right. Which definitely touches on uniqueness and just, being um, it's uh, intentional with how you design and develop your logo and then the entire visual identity. So you definitely don't want to, you know, invest a lot of money into something like this, like branding, and then come out looking like your competitor. Yeah, that makes sense. So, okay. Um, So what happens if you don't have a visual identity? What is, you know, or maybe even accurate visual identity. Maybe you have a visual identity, but it doesn't accurately communicate, you know, who, what you are. Um, what, what are some of the consequences that you might face? Um, definitely confusion. And uh, again, something to keep in mind is, is that, you know, uh, we work with a lot of B2B businesses. And sometimes I think, you know, there might be some questions like, well, how much do we have to invest like in our brand? Does it really matter for our business sector? And I think that, you know, we have uh, more sophisticated buyers these days. People grew up with the word branding. Branding has become a household word. People get that. And I think competition's gotten even tighter and tougher um, in most markets that, you know, if you don't stand out, if you don't differentiate, if you don't highlight what makes you unique and different in your marketplace, you're really missing out. And that applies not just to B2C type of businesses, but definitely to B2B. So, you know, you don't want to um, just kind of blend in with the masses. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with Cynthia. I would just add to that um, consistent, a consistent visual identity makes it a lot easier because with all the noise that we have in the world, you've only got seconds to grab somebody's attention these days. And so if you have a consistent, not boring, but consistent visual identity, you can grab somebody's attention real quick. And that way you're not having to re-educate them about you each time they uh, come into contact with you, whether it's, you know, like a truck driving down the road or it's a website or digital social, you know, experience. So it's that consistency that helps people recognize you. And I think that, you know, Doug, you mentioned this the other day on our, uh, in our prep call that, um, that consistency, I think allows you to build that equity. And without that, without that visual identity, uh, that consistent visual identity, um, then you, you're not able to build that equity because it's kind of almost disparate parts and people aren't kind of connecting those those dots. So, you know, having a visual identity, I think, sounds like it's a way to, to help you kind of build that that um, that that equity with with your target market, ideally. Yeah, David, 
touched on that just a little bit earlier when he says like sometimes all you have is a, a logo, you know, as an identifier. And, you know, when we think about companies like, you know, Nike, for example, they don't have to put their name with that swoosh anymore. And that's because they've had a consistent brand and they've taken the time over decades to build. Again, this is where identity and brand work together. Uh, they've spent decades working up brand equity to where that icon now represents everything for them. That swoosh is everything for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a lifestyle, right? I mean, it's, it, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, in order to achieve that consistency of the brand and, you know, not go astray, and I think you see the, a lot of this like in larger organizations and even in small ones, you know, if you don't provide standards, uh, guides, things can go astray. I think it's very important, like whenever we rebrand um company or develop a brand that we provide guidelines, standards, style guides, and educate the client on how to use their brand where they can then educate their own internal teams on how to, you know, um, basically create any type of materials that are required that they might develop in-house or they might hand off sometimes those documents to other vendors. So part of that is, is kind of the stuff that happens in the background that gets you to the point where you can finally just see either like a, you know, a, a the, you know, ribbon. the ribbon from like a Coca-Cola logo, drop it on a page and you get it, you know, it's because people have been following the standards. Right for the brand. Right. Yeah. I mean, a company is almost like an orchestra to where, and then you've got to have with that orchestra, everybody's playing from the same sheet music. So everybody's kind of all aligned and, you know, coming to the market together. Yeah. I love that analogy that you just made. <laughs> I did yeah. too. That was very good. good. <laughs> well, it's, and, and you know what, I, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's very, I think it is. I was going to say the same thing. I love it. Cause I think for a lot of people, going back to the lay person, right? Like, including myself, um, you know, it, it puts it into more understandable terms. You know, you know, we don't, it, it was people who don't live this every day. I think we don't, um, and I say we, I don't, I know you guys do, but um, we don't necessarily kind of get all the intricacies and all the, the details that are involved in, in creating one of these things and, and even the reasoning behind it. So um, yeah. I like, I like, mm -hmm things like that to help it make it easier to kind of latch yeah. on. So, um, so let's, let's jump into, to how do you create a visual identity? Um, you know, I, we don't have to get, you know, go through the full detail of it all, but you know, what are some considerations whenever you're creating a visual identity that's, you know, hopefully going to be, you know, used by your brand, your company for, for years to come? Yeah. Um, at Brand Extract, we always go through a really kind of deep research process ahead of putting any color or stroke mark or anything on paper, um, you know, or start working on the computer. We dig into basically what makes your company unique. How do you speak about yourself? And then, you know, once we've established basically your brand strategy for the most part, right? We start to dive into the visual representation of that. 
So it's not a, um, you know, you see a lot of these things pop up online where they're like, hey, get a brand for three, three logos for, you know, 500 bucks or some something like that. Um, we're not like that. Everything is, you know, rooted in the research and in the strategy for the brand. And, and I think if you don't start with strategy, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you don't start with strategy, um, I think you run the risk of, of a disconnect between who you actually are, what you actually right. are, and what you can, you know, what your brand promise is, um, and, you know, what you're visually signaling to the market. Is that, I right. mean, would you agree with that? Right. I mean, all the visuals, colors have meaning, and so you want to make sure all those meanings align with that strategy. I mean, you know, there's a whole psychology, the colors. And so when you're picking the color, you really have to go back to what, what are we trying to communicate from a strategy standpoint? Yeah, it's really having those conversations with, you know, the, the client, uh, the executive team, whoever the stakeholders are in it and asking like, you know, what, you know, what are we looking to be? Who do you think you are right now? Who do you want to be having those conversations and like, what kind of personality do you want? And then go back to what David says, you know, if you're looking at colors, you know, okay, who are your competitors and where do they sit in the market with what they do? You know, do we need to go uh, in the complete opposite direction to help them stand out? It's thinking those things through, you know, even the typefaces, you know, how are you going to differentiate? So it's, it's, it's taking a look at all these different pieces that go together that make the identity. Yeah. I think it's also important, you know, we do a lot of research and like target audience and, you know, personas and, you know, who it is that we're talking to. And a lot of times we're building brands that, you know, I think the, um, you know, stakeholders within the company and leadership need to have a connection with the brand and contribute, but we're really developing a brand that's going to resonate with their target audience. So we're really looking at it and also then balancing it with how do we make them unique and differentiate them from their competitors? Yeah, yeah that's a conversation sometimes that's difficult to have with a client where you're, you have to kind of let them know, like, look, we're doing this, but it's not necessarily for you. It's for your customers. And those are the things that we have to, you know, balance when we're looking at everything. Yeah, that, that research and that, um, purpose, I guess, overrides personal, you know, preference, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, what are some potential maybe like uh, pitfalls or common things that are overlooked when you're developing a brand or maybe even like common mistakes you see when you're developing a visual identity? I think, uh, you know, a couple of things. It's like having a visual identity or brand standards uh, that don't extend beyond the basics. Uh, and then sometimes I think it's it's because brands, you know, may have been built, uh, phased out in a certain way. It's like we need the mark, we need the name, we need the mark, right? We need the colors, we need the typography, and then we need visual, like the uh, photography style. Sometimes it stops there, and uh, you know, a big mistake is not looking at all the different ways the brand could you know, be used uh, visually. Motion is huge. And, you know, as we know, like today, it's like video and motion is, uh, you know, one of the top ways that uh, customers uh, engage with brands. So, you know, things like that, where then 
if they, for example, like you could hand off your standards guide to uh, an outside firm or internally, you know, they could develop their own project to create some type of digital medium and it may not fit the brand because they're kind of building it as they go along. So that's a kind of a bumpy thing, you know, that could happen if you haven't really thought through your visual identity. Yeah, I definitely kind of add on to Cynthia's. You are seeing like motion is so important this these days that in brand standards, you know, we're starting to, you know, really develop that and see that the how does it it how's the brand expressed from a motion standpoint, beyond all the basics of fonts and colors and so forth, is is really you're seeing that being expressed even in the brand standards of what we develop for our clients. And I would say another one as well is like illustration and uh, or photography styles. If they aren't clearly, you know, um, outlined and explained, you know, it's like with photography, you know, a lot of people might be like, well, I'll go um, pull some images off of, uh, you know, some type of a stock house or something online and, uh, you know, may not match the brand, you know, and maybe the same thing with illustrations, like an illustration style hasn't been set up. Another one as well, infographics, you know, or it might even be like 3D models, the way you represent products in 3D, or it could be medical stuff. So, okay. So how do you know if you've created a successful or a strong visual identity or do you, I mean, I, I, you know, again, layperson here. So um, I'm curious, you know, is there anything, you know, you walk away from from a from a visual identity or something you design and like oh we really you know we really knocked that out of the park or on the flip side like oof that was that didn't work that well i mean is is there any indicators yeah i think one of them is just you know internally when the company takes on a new brand when you see the company in, internally embrace it you see like the company store that has a lot of you know, branded materials and all of a sudden that takes off and people are really wanting that t-shirt with the logo on it or, you know, the tote bag or something. You know, I think you definitely get need to get the internal audience excited about it. But then externally also, you know, you can gauge that, of course, by, you know, analytics and so forth of how people are clicking on, you know, posts that they see with the, the brand identity and, you know, how it's being embraced in the marketplace. Cool. It's also difficult as a uh, as somebody that you know has designed identities and logos. I can look at stuff that I've done in the past, and and I just look at it. And I'm like, oof, I could do that better. Or I come back to it, and I'm like, man, I really got that one. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it, it is. It's a little subjective sometimes. So right. it kind of depends on your audience. And um, I think one of the things that is helpful um, is what we do with our brand guidelines when we create these uh, guidelines for, you know, our, our clients is we're telling them also why this is important, why their visual identity is important for them and their company moving forward, because it's, it's so easy. If you're working internally, we, you know, if, if in a circumstance where we hand off a brand to somebody or a new identity to somebody, and they're going to be implementing it, you know, they're in it every day, you know, and I, I've seen, you know, companies that you're like, you know, I'm so tired that we always use blue and red. It's like, those are your colors. And so these are why it's important, you know, and it helps people from growing rogue, 
because sometimes people just want to create their own stuff. And I get that. That is totally understandable and it's to be expected. But part of our job is to help set up these guides so that they can move forward with it. And we always look to see like, you know, are we building the flexibility in there? So it's not so rigid that you can't take on other things and adapt to it. So that's, to me, that's like a, I, I, I love seeing somebody else take something that I've worked on and expand it in a way that I've didn't even think of. And I'm like, oh my God, that looks great. I wish I would have thought of that or I wish I would have done that. I love seeing something like that. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, the evolution part of it to me is, is important because correct me if I'm wrong, but it shouldn't be like a one and done proposition. Now you should have your visual identity, like kind of standards and you should try to, you know, adhere to that. But market conditions change, your business changes. I mean, all these sorts of things happen. So I'm glad you talked about like kind of the flexibility that needs to be kind of um, considered or, or addressed whenever you're developing these sorts of things. So, so we're getting toward the end here and I do want to close with this. Um, what are some of your favorite visual identities and why? You know, this is mostly because I grew up with this um, brand in, in my house, but General Electric, um, you know, that mark has just stood out for God knows how many decades um, long. And it, it is still, you know, out there and relevant in the marketplace. Uh, you know, the the brand itself, you know, it, I know GE's stumbled on some, you know, difficult times, but I do remember being a child and, you know, my dad receiving material in the mail or picking up stuff at the employee store with the logos and the patches on there. And it's just, uh, you know, just because I have that family connection with it, you know. Um, another one that I just, I love the freshness of it. And to me, it just speaks technology and big picture stuff is a Salesforce um, identity. I love that as well. I love the color, even the illustration styles, like it's really thought out. And, uh, you know, when you're walking even past like a large sign on the building, you know, you just get that feeling of Salesforce, like the expertise that they provide and, and everything else. So Cool. Um, for me, I've always been partial to target like that identity. Um, I've done like my homework on, on that one before, you know, it started off with, it actually had like an additional ring and over time it simplified even more, you know? And so I just, I love the simplicity of it's one color. It's a simple geometric shape. It reinforces its name. I mean, it's like so simple and it's iconic. And when you see it, you just know it. And like they own that red also, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just everything works together. And again, it had decades to build up its brand equity and everything else. And it's adapted a little bit over time, but which is great. But I just, it's one of those, like, it's just one of my personal favorites. Yeah. And and it, how we've talked about evolving a brand. It's one of those brands that because it was so iconic and designed so well that you could just expand on it. And they've done such a great job over time of just evolving that brand, but still staying true to who they are and to that original target logo. But yeah, I guess for, for me, um, you know, CBS logo has been one of those kind of like the general electric where it's kind of stood the test of time. It's, you know, just, it's the eyeball, you know, it's the CBS eye. It's just one of those that's been around for so long, but it still still feels very fresh. 
And there's just, and again, it's one of those marks that you can evolve and it's evolved, but still stayed true to who it is. And and you know what? I got to say, I could have swore Doug was going to say IBM because this man yeah. has <laughs> yeah. like IBM uh, materials that he's purchased, you know, so gorgeous brand. Yeah. Any, any logo that was designed by Paul Rand, I'm going to take a look at that identity for sure. They weren't all winners. I, I have to admit that, but that man had some of the most iconic identities ever in the history of corporate identity. Yeah. Chris, do you have a favorite identity that you're like, you know, I just, I've always loved this mark or anything like that. I'm just curious. Man, that's a good question. I mean, there, there's the, you know, you guys know me, the the Disney guy. Um, I, I really like Disney, but I like logos that are like really flexible and that can like do certain things. Um, that, you know, there's, there's certain ad campaigns, you know, and, and I'm blanking on you know, ones that I've seen, but I've seen them where the logo like transforms into something else and kind of evolves and these sorts of things. And that sort of thing really stands out to me because I just like, I don't know, I, I like that evolution. I like the creativity that's behind it. So I always kind of think more, um, I think higher of brands that have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never really thought about I, it before. I love that. Yeah. Because great brands inspire people, but also when they inspire creativity, you know, mm-hmm. then you've really just kind of. Yeah. That's going back to how do you know you've been successful is like, That's if it. you can inspire creativity, uh, you know, with your visual identity inspires someone to maybe more creative or it sparks something from them. And maybe that's, you know, that's yeah. a, a, a sign mm-hmm. that you've done a good job. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Look, this was great. Uh, Again, thank you very much for the time. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Chris. Bye, guys. That's it for another edition of Solving for B. If you enjoyed the episode, check out brandextract.com for more content on all things branding and marketing. Be sure to also follow us on our social channels like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in to Solving for B.